Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I am now, today, this week, starting to feel like the kick of us not having European football this season. The Champions League has started back up again. And yes, it's good that we have a free week to prepare for this Wolves game. But as the Champions League and the Europa League gets into the knockout stages, I'm really feeling the pinch for the first time of no midweek football for Tottenham Hotspur. It's hard to deal with, but instead... Obviously, there is always Tottenham Hotspur news and transfer gossip to talk about, so I'm going to bring that to you as I always do. And firstly, a huge story coming out of the remnants of South Korea's doomed Asian Cup campaign, as it's been revealed today that Son Heung-min, Tottenham Hotspur and Korea's captain, dislocated his finger as a result of a fight that happened in the South Korean camp during that Asian Cup, just before their semi-final defeat, in fact, over a game of ping-pong. Let me explain the little that I know about it from reading all of the uh, the reports in the various sources. Apparently, it was a team dinner under, of course, their manager Jurgen Klinsmann, and a lot of the younger South Korean players were trying to get away from that dinner as quickly as possible so they could play table tennis. Okay, fair enough, whatever. But rightly, I think, the captain, Son Heung-min, said to them, guys, calm down, chill out. This should be more about team bonding than worrying about your table tennis game. So just slow down and you can play table tennis afterwards. Anyway, apparently, this didn't go down well with a lot of them. And Paris Saint-Germain's Lee Kang-In ended up throwing a punch at Sonny. And during the resultant scuffle, uh, Son Heung-Min dislocated his finger and had to play in that semi-final with strapping on it. Now, I have to say, in the game at the weekend against Brighton, when he came on, I didn't notice any strapping on his finger. But I will be keeping an eye out for that now. So, some statements have been released. Firstly, from the Korean Football Association. They confirmed on Wednesday that reports surrounding the incident were true. They said it happened when some young players went up to play table tennis, and Son Heung-min and other older players took issue with it. An official said, as quoted by Yonhap in South Korea, the players exchanged a few words and Son hurt his finger in the process, the official added. PSG's Lee has since apologised for his actions and released a statement of his own in which he says, Good afternoon, this is Lee Kang-in. 
There is an article that I had a dispute with Son Heung-min before the fourth quarter of the Asian Cup. We are very disappointed for football fans who always support our national team. I am so sorry. I should have been in the forefront and obeyed my brothers, but I'm only sorry that I'm showing a bad side to football fans. I apologize to many of you who have disappointed me. I think he means who I've disappointed. I'm well aware of the interest and expectations football fans send me. From now on, I will try to help my older brothers to become a better player and a better person. So it sounds to me like Lee Kang-in falling on his sword and admitting his culpability in this incident. And to be honest, I'd be surprised if any of you were surprised about that. It just does not strike me that Sonny is the person to start something up that would lead to a scrap like that however just thinking about that let's not forget the famous uh, moment as shown in the all or nothing amazon prime documentary when he got absolutely livid um as a result of hugo Lloris shouting at him it was just before half time of a game and i think sonny didn't hold the ball up uh, and as a result the opposition had a chance and uh, hugo Lloris shouted at him and it carried on into the dressing room and we saw that in the documentary and actually yeah, Sonny, I guess, you know, he's a winner. When he crosses the white line, it's all about winning. And uh, when it comes to captaining his national team and feeling like the younger players aren't putting in the required teamwork, then yeah, I guess you can see that he would lose his cool like that. But yeah, like I said, it would never strike me that Sonny would start something like that. Let me know in the comments what you think of this story. Were you surprised? Can you see that little edge about Sonny? Let me know what you think. Just before I move on to some transfer gossip, guys, um, thank you so much for all of your support. As ever, don't forget there is a Spurred On Pro membership option on YouTube and you can become a Patreon member. It's £1 a month only and enables me to continue giving you this daily content about all things Spurs. So if you want to join on Patreon, just look in the description box if you're listening on the, the podcast platforms or if you are are watching on youtube and want to become a youtube member all of the information is in the description box there too only one pound a month and of course please do press the like on this video and uh, go over to the podcast platforms and subscribe and follow if you're not already and vice versa if you're listening on the podcast platform thank you so much come over to youtube youtube.com forward slash at barnaby slater underscore give us a subscribe and you'll get that daily content and get to see my face is that a good thing? We're not really sure. Moving on to that transfer gossip. Albert Goodmanson, Icelandic international, 26 years old, second striker, plays for Genoa. I've seen a few reports linking us to him. He's a really interesting player, actually. All the rumours saying that we'd be looking to pay about 35 million euros for a 26-year-old in terms of our current transfer policy under Johan Langer. I'm not sure if that's something we'd be willing to do, but he does look a really good player. Played 35 times for Iceland, scored six goals, previously uh, at PSV Eindhoven as well as Alkmaar in Holland before moving to Serie A. He scored nine in 22 for Genoa this season. And yeah, he's he's a tall player, which you wouldn't usually say uh, is the way for kind of skillful, tricky players, but he really is comfortable with the ball at his feet. Loves to beat players in tight spaces with the ball uh, and unbelievably good close control. Lovely strike on his right foot, likes to bend it into the far corner and sometimes put his laces through it as well. Good on free kicks. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's a little bit of a pattern here, actually. We are continuously um, being linked with players who love to get on the ball and take set pieces. And that's something that is good for me. We've already got Poro and Madison who uh, like to fight over the set pieces. I can't wait for James Madison to score his first free kick for us, by the way. But yeah, we seem to be looking for these ballers who like a free kick as well, which is good. That shows their bravery on the ball. Um, Goodmanson, he's very spontaneous as well. Not always doing what you'd expect. A nutmeg here or beating a player there when he's in incredibly tight space. Very, very gifted, brave on the ball and forward thinking, as is our want at the moment. Every player we're linked with, as is in keeping with what Ange Postacoglu asked for his players, very forward thinking, gets on the ball, looks forward, not sideways and backwards. And that goes with what we know from Ange. When we see him on the sidelines, he's screaming at anyone who makes an unnecessary sideways or backwards pass. One thing about Goodmanson, uh, Newcastle also rumoured to be interested. However, you may well have seen this week that their um, kind of CEO, sporting director, head of football enterprises, Dan Ashworth, is rumoured to be going to Manchester United to lead the charge for the Ineos-fronted new uh, ownership there. So Jim Ratcliffe wants Dan Ashcroft in that role. So I wonder if that will affect Newcastle's transfer policy over the next few months or so. I'm going to give the Albert Goodmanson a six, six and a half out of ten. Let's see what happens. But again, really great to be linked with these skillful players. To dare is to do. Tottenham need ballers. That's what we're all about. Let's get better on the ball. Keep that excitement level up. The rest of the rumours are kind of just rumours that keep on coming up with Spurs. Talks that uh, uh, Manchester United and Spurs are the clubs chasing hardest for Everton centre-back Jared Branthwaite. Of course, he scored against us, scored that equaliser against us just a couple of weeks ago. Really good, brave centre-half. It does surprise me, though, because we would be having to potentially pay £50 million or upwards for Branthwaite. And for what uh, we'd be looking for at the moment, which is realistically a fourth-choice right uh, centre-half... I'm not sure we'd be looking to pay that. Maybe it's agent talk looking to get him a new contract. Or maybe there is some truth in it because Daniel Levy's looking at Everton. They've already been docked 10 points. They're in the relegation zone. They've got another charge coming up as well alongside Nottingham Forest. They could potentially be docked more points, uh, which may even um, make up the difference because they have a uh, an appeal against that initial 10-point deduction, I think, this week or next week. So if they were to lose uh, or get back some of those points that they lost from the 10 points, then their second charge may put that back on. So maybe Levy is thinking, okay, let's keep sniffing around some of their players, similarly to how we did with Richarlison, got him at a decent at a decent whack, £60 million, when I know Everton were hoping to get about 80 And maybe they think if Everton end up getting relegated, and they've obviously got the new stadium costs as well, we might be able to get one of their young wonder kids at a steal. That is where I think that gossip is coming from. More talks about Pedro Neto at Wolves. Interesting Tottenham. Wolves apparently potentially willing to sell this summer between 50 and 60 million pounds. That seems too little for me. 
Uh, he is an unbelievably good player. Only 22, I think. Uh, loads of Premier League experience. Just drives at players and will give us something different out on the wing. Some real explosiveness. So we should be in for that. But again, big clubs. Arsenal, uh, Newcastle, Manchester United. Rumoured to be interested in Neto. So it's something that won't go away, that rumour. I'm not surprised. I think a lot of players' agents are currently looking at Spurs as someone who are looking to get the best players in. Maybe their players are looking at Spurs suddenly and thinking, oh, I'd like to play for them. So those stories not going away. And of course, the Conor Gallagher story rearing its ugly head again. He scored two goals to to uh, help Chelsea to win at Sellers Park against Crystal Palace the other night. Had his arguably his best performance of the season. Really good finishes. And apparently... He, if he was to leave Chelsea, wants to stay in the South. I think there's a lot of fishing around for his new contract there. He wants the money that he feels he deserves. And that performance against Crystal Palace won't harm those chances. But for some reason, Chelsea currently unwilling to give him what he wants in terms of length of contract or the money. So those rumours with Spurs are not going away. Finally... Uh, Harry Kane. I just wanted to talk a bit about him today. Obviously, they lost 3-0 Bayern Munich to Leverkusen at the week, uh, at the weekend. And uh, that has put a real dampener on their chances of winning the Bundesliga, which would be their 11th in a row. And tonight, they play Lazio in the Champions League. Is there a chance that Harry Kane will go away from his first season at Bayern Munich, having gone there to win trophies with nothing? I, for one, hope not. I'm still watching his every game. I want him to win what he feels he needs to win and then come back to Spurs. I think there's a lot of similarity between him and what happened with Teddy Sheringham. Teddy Sheringham left Spurs to join Man United and in the first season, for the first time in years, Man United won nothing. And the chant came out, Teddy Sheringham went to Man United and he won F all. Well, if Harry Kane doesn't win anything this season, that doesn't mean that he won't win everything at Bayern Munich. I think that is very possible. There seems to be a disconnect at Munich at the moment between the way Tuchel's coaching and some of the players and some of the fans. And it's all getting a bit difficult there. But I, for one, want Kane to do well tonight in the Champions League against Lazio. I'd love to go uh, them to go on a run and maybe even beat Arsenal or one of the other English teams further down the line in the Champions League. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Once again, please do press that subscribe button or follow and subscribe on the podcast platforms and become a Spurred On Pro member. All the details in the description box as well as ways to become a Patreon member too. Only £1 a month and there will be members-only perks including live members-only Q&As and videos when we have enough of you to make it happen. Thanks again, guys. And of course, most importantly, come on you Spurs.